This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today I'm going to be talking about uh, running and back pain. And I'm going to be discussing mask on, mask off. All right. After that, we'll pop up a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Hey, how's it going today, Bree? It is good. How are you? Good. Uh, so I've been seeing a lot of runners lately, so running's been on my mind. So in the rehab core, I'm going to talk about back pain as it relates to running. Uh, really common complaint. It's usually like knee pain or back pain. Those are usually the two biggest ones on the shin splints with running. So with the back, uh, there's multiple causes, but one of the most frequent ones I see is related to tightness in the front of the leg. So your hip flexors and or your quad, right? So what happens is if you are extension intolerant, meaning if bending back like you're doing the limbo bothers your back, that means you have an ex uh, extension, well, you have discomfort with that, that motion. So <clears throat> your hip flexors, and your quad, they attach um, in the front of your, your uh, leg, and they also start in your lumbar spine. So if you are a desk worker and you develop tightness in the front of the leg, which is super common, when you stand up, everything's gonna be pulled forward and put your spine into a relative amount of extension and usually shut down on nerves or um, close down on the vertebrae and cause irritation. And that really shows up in running, especially in the toe off. So when you run, think about what the back leg is doing when you're pushing off that back leg, that, that leg needs to go into extension. And if you don't have the slack and the muscle, it's gonna shift your pelvis and your lumbar spine forward. Uh, so that's probably the most common thing I see and usually just the right stretching, massage of the, the tight muscles and all strength on the backside tends to clear that up. You know, I am not a runner, <laughs> but I try to pretend like I am. Um, I I get some back pain with running, and I didn't know if that was just because my ab muscles weren't as strong or if it was literally from my back. And then when I went to get a massage, like you said, massage helps. It was because my glutes were tight. Um, and like they were putting pressure on my glutes. And as soon as they put pressure on, the, it was like my piriformis area my entire low back, the pain just went away. It was crazy, like I was pain-free. Well, I think it's very hard for people to differentiate between is your back or is your hip. They tend to go together. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons for pain. Piriformis is a big one. Glute medius is probably even bigger. What I see the most with that is weak glute medius leads to piriformis like overwork. That was probably your case. And I'm sure if I poked your glute medius, you mm -hmm. wouldn't like it either. Probably was. <laughs> but you mentioned, like, what the hell are you doing? You know you don't run. <laughs> uh, uh, but you did mention core, uh, abs being weak. So if you go back to what I was talking about, where you have a little tightness in the front of the leg, pulling your spine forward as you're erect. Uh, if you combine that with weakness of the muscles that uh, attach to the vertebrae, it allows for too much translation, too much movement of the vertebrae. So, I mean, anybody who's going to do any kind of running program or um, fix this kind of tweak here, they're going to get core strengthening because you want to attack it from both sides of the coin, loosen up what's tight and strengthening uh, what's weak. So if you have a nice stable spine because the muscle attached to it nice and strong, it's going to resist that, that pull of that, the hip flexor. And, uh, and 
honestly, it's really rectus femoris. That's the the one, the main one that tends to be a tight. That's one of the muscles yeah. quad. Yes, that's usually one that when I do trigger points that I try to go in that area because it helps relieve a lot of stuff. Yep. People have more relief when I go in there. But I think that's kind of cool. It's something people need to learn about as you, because like I said, I'm not a runner, but I want to start running a little bit more often. The more you run, does that decrease or does it get like worse? or is it about the same is it that your body gets conditioned that's i think that's what i'm trying to say like the uh, more running well, i do i condition my body so if you're having pain with running does running more make it better yeah probably not i mean it totally depends on exactly what's going on but typically you're gonna solve the you have to solve the issues first so if there's a range of motion restriction somewhere or a lack of strength somewhere it's usually a combination of both just running is usually not going to work that you're probably if anything going to ingrain a poor motor pattern and develop more of a compensation um unfortunately especially as you fatigue right just the yeah. compensation gets worse and worse so you usually have to do so you're just like telling specific... me not to run anymore no <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying you need to come see me and we gotta solve whatever uh, restriction or weakness or the combination thereof Yes, Chris, I need you to tell us where can I go see you at for all you Naples, Fort Myers, Estero, uh, Marco Island people. Chris um, is doing physical therapy, has his own practice, and let everyone, all our listeners know where they can find you. Because someone asked me that the other day. They're like, oh, where can I go? Where's his website? We'll make sure we put it on the Instagram Instagram page. It's there. Chris, where are you located? Okay, so the name of my company is Dynamic Physiotherapy. Uh, I have my main office is in the Naples Fit Lab, so it's a boutique gym uh, on the corner of, well, basically on the corner of Goodlett Frank and Pine Ridge. And then I have a second location, uh, I just have an office downtown uh, near Fifth Ave. That's all on my website. My website is www.dpt.services. That's just dot service, no dot com. Uh, and if you ran the top banner, you'll see my two locations. You can click on the link, brings it right to the map. And like I said, well, I'm de make, definitely make sure I put it on the Instagram page today. Um, so that way y'all are able to click on it and have more access to his wonderful services. And I did just write a blog on running and some corrective exercises for the common things I see. So I'll make sure to put that in the show notes as well. Perfect. All right, Chris. So now for your daily, or not daily, I don't know why I keep saying daily, I guess because I have to deal with myself every day. But for your weekly dose of Brie, we're going to be talking about mask on or mask off. Um, so I've gone back and forth. And the reason why I decided to discuss this topic this week is from Crystal, Crystal, Castaway Crystal, who was actually on our podcast probably like a month or half ago. She's the massage therapist, cute little blonde that's on our Instagram page. Um, she was like, what is your opinion? Like you're a nurse practitioner, you're seeing people with COVID. Um, like, do you believe in the mask? So this is my opinion opinion. I am not someone that works with COVID every single day. I have had patients that have come into our office with the virus and we have had patients that come into the office with the antibodies. Um, COVID is still so new. No one knows. I don't think anyone actually has a clear-cut answer. 
So in my opinion, if I go to a restaurant, if I go to a grocery store, if I go at work or if I'm at work or if I go to the hair salon or the nail salon, do I wear a mask? The answer is yes. Because I'm a very kind person, I'm respectful, and I keep thinking about my parents and other elderly people because we're in Naples as, you know, the population age, the age <laughs> um, median is like 55, 60. Um, even if I caught COVID and would be totally fine, if I happened to catch the virus, but my symptoms, because just because you're asymptomatic now does not mean you will not have symptoms later on. So what I'm trying to say, I said that wrong. You can be asymptomatic and what they're saying is that you cannot spread the virus. However, just because you catch the virus on day one and you don't have a fever until day six does not mean that you're not spreading the virus, which means other people can catch it. There's a viral shed and then they may have the symptoms worse than you do because you're a healthy young adult. Um, so for me, I put the mask on those employees at the nail salon and at Walmart or Sam's or any other grocery store, please don't give them any issues. I don't want to give them issues. They're just doing their job. Just put the mask on and then get out of the store if you don't want to wear it. Now, when I go to a restaurant, sometimes I wear my mask and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I forget about the mask. I honestly do. I will go into the restaurant. I sit at my table. I eat my food and then I leave. I go home. If I'm outside running, I do not wear a mask. People that are walking down the sidewalk with these masks on, I don't think you really necessarily need it because if you're not really that close to someone in a close proximity, I think you're okay. So I'm in the middle about the mask. I think we need to breathe oxygen. <laughs> I think we need viruses. I think I need to be able to be exposed. Do I believe that people should be stuck in the house all the time? No, like my mom has not left her house since March because she's terrified. Um, she doesn't want to catch it, which is totally understandable. I wouldn't want her to catch it because we don't know how, because she has like a bronchitis issue. I wouldn't know how the virus would affect her. But I do think she should go outside. Being stuck in a house with the same air that's kind of circulating, even though we have an air conditioning, I still believe you need fresh air. You need sunlight. You need to be able to walk around and not be close to someone, but at least six feet apart. You need germs because it builds up your immune system. And this is why I'm having trouble with some people that have all these gloves on and this mask on, but they're not wearing the mask correctly. Just don't wear the mask at all if you're not going to have it covering your nose and your mouth. And there's no point in wearing it. But uh, I will go on the tangent about it and have this stuff. But my point is, Wear the mask when people ask you to, if it is in a close proximity place. And in my opinion, I think you should. But if you're out in public, I wouldn't, I'm not going to, unless it's mandated. Yeah, well said. Um, I mean, I wear it because to me, it's just, who knows? Like you said, we don't know everything about this virus. Somehow it's become political in this country, just like everything else. I don't understand that. Uh, but to me, it's a minor inconvenience that may be affected. So I'm going to do yeah. it. So, I mean, some, I have, like I said, I will go on and on about the mask, but that is my opinion. Thank you, Crystal, for letting me have my rant. So to answer your question, I go both ways. I wear masks and I don't wear masks. So I'm probably not the best person to 
be like mask on, mask off. But I hope that helps some people when they're having like some, you know, they're kind of you're tottering as well. Like, should I do it? Should I not do it? You should do your research. I tell everyone that there's a lot of information on the CDC's website. Some of it I think is kind of skewed, but that, again, my own personal opinion. Um, but just look at places, go and talk to other people and see what they're doing. Even the cloth, not yeah, the cloth masks that people are making. I think those help. I don't think you have to have an N95 um, necessarily right now unless you're like traveling. But if you're just going into the grocery store, you just want to throw something on real quick. I think anything is better than nothing when you're, like I said, a close proximity. And you bring up another interesting point too before we were talking about the immune system because this system, just like any other system in our body, if you don't challenge it, it kind of goes away, right? So if you don't yeah. stress it, and expose it to you know things that are not going to kill us. It's good. It, it adapts and, and builds stronger, just like any other system. So I agree. Much. Well, that was fun. My little, my daily dose of my BS. <laughs> <laughs> it's not BS yet. We're um, which, yeah, eighty-seven days until our wedding. So it's still BC until then. And then I can change it to daily dose of B or weekly dose of BS. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what do you think are we ready i think we are ready to pop a bottle well chris um i will talk about opening a bottle first i'm gonna actually stick with my vodka kick um i'm drinking kettle one the grapefruit rose with some club soda i still feel like it's summertime because it's hot in florida i think of refreshing light drink will help me get through tonight. I am been stressed out because I'm trying to get everything ready. We're flying, actually flying to South Carolina this weekend for my bridal shower. Um, I don't know if there's any other COVID brides listening, but it has been tough to like finagle everything that's going on between people not wanting to come to the shower and the wedding because of COVID, which I totally understand, to the venue changing stuff up. I feel like I need vodka at this point in time. I've had a stressful week. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little stressful. I saw Florida. I think we're leading the, the charge right now. I'm a little worried that we're going to get start quarantined within Florida. <laughs> I'm not even worried about that because it's not Florida. It's Miami. It's like that sad because if you look at our statistics and call your county, ours are way low is that other coast that is like <laughs> showing out and need to stay at home because we ours are like we don't have hardly any like deaths or not from like if you look at the scale of florida and florida by the way is a very big state our statistics is like nothing in naples or call your county compared to other counties well what i mean is like i know chicago is not allowing visitors from florida right now so our other oh, states, a lot of cities aren't. Yeah, other states aren't either. Jersey's not. Um, New York's is not. Connecticut, like they're like you can come, but you have to quarantine for two weeks, and then you're allowed to go out and about. That's craziness, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, so in well, your wedding's in October. October. Okay. I should I should know that. <laughs> you should, since his daughter is my flower girl. 
no pressure. <laughs> All right, well, I'm drinking a Lesse Fitch. I think that's how it's pronounced, Zinfandel. It's a cheapie. I think it was seven sixty nine in Publix. I'm not working oh, a whole I'm lot sick. right now, so sometimes you gotta go with the cheapies. <laughs> but it does you know it does a trick? It's pretty good. That's all that matters. Um, I don't think I've ever had that. I'm not. I used to be a Zinfandel girl, but I've kind of moved over to the more lighter bodied wines. Yeah, I can't. I just can't get away from the Zins. I love them. That's all that matters. So what's going on? What do you, why are you drinking the Zen? Are you just drinking to drink? Or are you drinking because of stress? Or what's going on? It's because of popping bottles. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> it's our weekly, our weekly night that we drink. <laughs> we uh, probably drink more than that, but <laughs> the weekly night that it's okay to be drinking because we're talking to all of you. I wouldn't say there's a lot of stress going on. I mean, I'm getting a lot of cancellations now because of COVID. So, and I, well, I am a little worried that we're going to have to shut down or, or maybe I voluntarily shut down. Um, I don't know. So there's a little stress associated with that. But other than that, things are good. You can hang out with my, my kids and my daughter can swim now. She's two, which has been amazing. So, oh, little oh. fish. <laughs> that sweet girl. Oh, well, that's good. So I know last week, you know, I brought up, um, my favorite podcast besides ours, uh, <laughs> how they do like fun games and Chris actually enjoyed it and thought it was funny. So Chris, would you like to play another game or do you want to test me on my common sense knowledge, which I can tell you right now, sometimes it's not the best. So uh, why don't you go? Cause you seem to be good during these questions. Oh, okay. So what is the order of a red light from top to bottom? Uh, so top would be, oh, shit. <laughs> top is red, <laughs> middle yellow, bomb green, I think. Correct. <laughs> That's something that you don't think about. Like, it's like, I just know to go. <laughs> I knew yellow was in the middle, but it's like, oh, is it green top or red top? All right, cool. All right. It was a 50-50. But it's a 50-50 chance you're going to get that right. That's right. Um, okay. And then. What is, oh, this one's sent for all you Florida people. What is our state's bird? Mm. Flamingo? It's got to be a flamingo. I don't even know. Honestly, that was probably the dumbest question. I shouldn't even ask that because I don't even know the answer <laughs> to that. Because I grew up in South Carolina, so I don't really know a lot of Florida's history. I probably should learn it a little bit. But um, Chris grew up in what was boston you're from boston yeah massachusetts massachusetts so he's like he he don't even know the bird so that's something that i'll look up and make sure i tell everybody for next week uh it is the northern mockingbird oh a mockingbird oh cute but why is it a northern mockingbird we're in florida uh, i have no idea that's like <laughs> <laughs> i should <laughs> I should ask that question and be like, excuse me, why did you choose this bird and not the flamingo? Okay, I got a question for you. What is the state fish of Hawaii pronounced in Hawaiian? Well, I mean, I, I'm <laughs> not, that is not a common sense question. <laughs> um, state fish of Hawaii pronounced in Hawaiian. Mm hmm. I would say it is the 
loves a fish over there. I don't even know any fish. But I was like, I always say, oh, is it dolphin? No, there's no way you're going to know this one. This is totally not a common sense one. It is. I, I know it because I used to scuba dive out there. But it was kind of obsessed with this for some reason. Humu humu nukunu kunu nupua ua ah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I know some Hawaiian because my nephews or my brother and his wife lives out there. Um, his middle name is actually Hawaiian. I know how to pronounce stuff, but I would not have known the fish. I don't know what it looks like. And what does it even taste like? Is it a white fish? It's, a, it's, it's called trigger fish. I'm not sure if people trigger, eat it. Trigger fish. I've never, I've never eaten it. I'm not sure if people do eat it. Oh. I don't know. They're cool looking. They're cool looking. Are they pretty? Yeah, they're all different colors and it's weird, like uh, <clears throat> almost like triangular shaped uh, face. They're cool. I'll have to Google it. Are you a scuba diver so before? No, Chris, I don't swim. Well, the thing is, you can kind of float in scuba. You don't really need to swim. I've gone snorkeling. But I've never scuba dived, and then I went snorkeling, and I almost had a panic attack. So, like, I just don't think I, I don't think I should do stuff like that until I learn how to swim first. I am taking swimming lessons because everybody got on me. How are you living in Florida by the beach? All this water, you have a pool in your backyard. Oh my gosh! Yes, I don't know how to swim. I'm slightly afraid of water, but I am trying. So that's all that matters. You don't swim; you just stand in the water, basically. You stand in the pool. Pretty much, <laughs> I pool pimp. That's all I do. With well, my so, fiance, I try, try to make him hit on me. <laughs> so snorkeling is way harder, actually, than scuba. I mean, there, there's like the knowledge you have to acquire in scuba, which is pretty easy, which is just don't come up too fast. Other than that, uh, once you get sort of the feel for like how to inflate your vest, um, it's way easier, way more comfortable. So, like snorkeling is, I find snorkeling difficult, um, unless you're in like flat water. Fact that reminds me of a little story <laughs> about this trip we took down to Costa Rica. Sorry, not Costa Rica, Dominican Republic. So we went down there for like a wedding, a destination wedding. We were with a group, and we did this little excursion where we went on a snorkeling uh, trip, and uh, it was fun. It was fun as hell. Um, and the crew was like, they're just partying the whole time, having fun. So they take us out to do uh, some snorkeling as a group of like maybe fifty people. And I'm with my wife and we all get in and after like a few minutes, she's like, I hate this. I can't do this. And she was kind of panicking too. So I kind of, come on. Like I, there was like a tow rope, hold on to the rope. And um, she just, after a couple more minutes, she's like, Nope, I'm going back to the boat. And I was like, really? We came all this way. You just can go back to the boat. So she did. She goes back to the boat. Like everyone else stayed and she's just back in the boat amongst this crew of like five Dominican dudes and she's in her little bikini. <laughs> so I look up at one point, she's like doing shots with them. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, y'all can snorkel if you want to. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. She speaks Spanish, so she's speaking Spanish with them. So when I come up, I was like, what are you guys talking about? They said, <laughs> they said to her, oh, which one's your husband? And she pointed to me and then they said, well, hopefully a shark eats him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I oh, that's cute, Chris. Um, yeah. I've never been to Costa Rica, so that's something else that would be cool to travel. When Corona's over. Dominican, not, 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 oh, Dominican, not yeah. Costa Rica. Sorry. 
I was like, I heard you say Dominicans, but I just thought they were living in Costa Rica. So that was what was going on in my head. <laughs> now, I initially said it Costa Rica, happen. but I meant DR. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, I was paying attention. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm going to finish this drink because um, I have other stuff I have to do tonight. It was so much fun talking to you guys and Chris, of course, like always. Um, I have good. so much fun drinking with you and educating everyone. So until next week, my friends, my name is, or this is your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. This is DJ Dr. Chris. And this is Poppin' Bottles. Bye. See you next week.